across the world, 24 hours a day. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle light years ahead of its time. An epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Chris Hayes. Hello there. And we are the publisher and editor of Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of fantastic films and television. And this week we are joined by Mo. Hello. And Mo is the writer of... Introduce yourself. <laughs> I am the writer of the Weird Wide World articles that you find in Starburst every quarter. Indeed. And he, he's got a lot to say. He sounded <laughs> like his parent then. <laughs> what? Introduce yourself. Oh, it was him. It's his first time. I want to take it easy on him. You know? <laughs> it's a stressful experience. It this. is weird seeing how the sausage is made. Yeah. Like, I've listened to the show for, for ages, but now to be actually here in, in the booth, looking at all the clocks with different time zones. Yeah, they got disconnected. Are they right? Be- no, because no. they got disconnected because when they were put on us, it, it seemed like a good idea by someone. Mm. But the after about uh, five minutes, you realised that they were all ticking away like mad yeah, in a radio station all nine. Yeah. with three microphones next to them. <laughs> and it kind of messed the shows up. So they got disconnected. The batteries were yanked out. Yeah, that makes sense. But it looks good. No matter what, you just don't go off it. Because yeah. it's it's not necessarily right. But it's what, right twice a day. There we go. It's yeah. twice a day, that's right. Yeah. Which is more than we are. That's good. And so if you you extrapolate that by nine, it's right 18 times a day. That's that there particular you go. It's a lot. Piece of equipment. Oh yeah, because the uh, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah nine nine countries there. Yeah, it's really good. Nine capitals. And look look up there, Mo. There's mm. that secret camera there looking Ooh. down. That's the station manager watching us now. <laughs> Everybody, give him a wave. 
Didn't you used to broadcast the camera when no. you did the show? Have you ever it done was, that? It was by a couple of weeks. You didn't. I don't think you remember. It was on for a few weeks. Was it? Oh, yeah, it was. In what year was this? Oh, years ago. Early doors. And it was no. on. And it would go out, but it sort of got abandoned. It was an HD you get complaints? Feed. No, just it was an HD feed. It's like anything, isn't it? You try it early on and then nothing's quite right, is it? Whereas I'm sure that camera there works perfectly and it's, it'll even beam to his phone. Whereas the, the other stuff, these lags, it just doesn't look right. You know, there was one that um, we got at first and it, it was a massive sort of weird bulbous eye aspect ratio so it just um like a fisheye but in reverse you know <laughs> it, it was wrong it, it's just it wasn't easy getting it set up then but i mean why would you i mean i tried it on zoom i tried doing this show and i would have it on zoom and then people on zoom were asking questions and going let's up zoom starts in periscope there we go periscope and everyone on periscope was going Oh, what what's that in the background? What's that? And they're asking questions about stuff. Then you're trying to do the show and you're trying to go through what's going on in the news and the magazine. And you've also got to answer emails. And it was, to me, it's um, it's too much. Mm. Too much. What are you wearing? Yeah, the, what, yeah. You know, yeah. That tie is hideous. Yeah, that sort of crap, yeah. Oh, Why is Martin turned up with no knickers on again? <laughs> yeah, you know. It's distracting. It's better they don't know, isn't it? Why is Chris picking his nose all the time? Yeah. You just <laughs> don't start People it. don't know what's going on, and I think that's for the best. We're, we're uh, mysterious figures, I think, unless you, you turn up in a certain bar and we're in there all the bloody time. But anyway, we've just been away. So we went down to, we, as we said last week, uh, although I think before we tell you about that, I've just remembered, we, we have to do, you know when um, a tabloid newspaper's gone and defamed somebody and then as part of the judgment they have to come on and in the next issue they have to issue this tiny, teeny little apology on the thing going, I'm sorry, the, the such and such we said on such a date would turn to be incorrect and we apologised and we've just been sued sort of thing. Well, we haven't been sued exactly, but Mountie did email in as the show ended last week and we were talking about the day the earth caught fire. We'd had a protracted conversation about how annoying it is to have different versions of films in different territories end in a different way and then doing a sequel to the one that that country's not seen and then they have to watch a sequel to something that don't make sense and the uh, we would say we would say in uh, Day the Earth Caught Fire oh, so you mentioned that and I agreed with you it did have a different ending and um, it was Earth, Earth Doomed and Earth Saved wasn't it mm-hmm. well Mountie emailed in just at the end but we'd just gone off air but we'd literally finished and the other show started as, as it said um, you get delays on this sometimes I mean he sent it at 10 to, so we should have had it in time gentlemen a moment of panic when Chris referred at the end of the day the earth caught fire the US and UK version both showed the two newspaper headlines but the US version has the sound of church bells over the last scene to suggest the world had been saved hope that's clear in the article You'll have to drag me by my pubes to see Barbie, but I thought Oppenheimer was great, and I'm no Nolan fan. So that was that should have been the end of last week's show. There we go. So there we go. So uh, I don't remember them church bells. I just don't. I I thought that it they were just two new, different newspapers shows well, to get the full lowdown on that movie, that 1961 movie. Read the next issue because Mounty's done a big uh, retrospective on that. 
It's a cracking film. Yeah. It's still it's a to this day. As well. You seen it, Mo? No. There's going to be a lot of that. Oh, um, boy. How did it catch fire? Or um, are you, is that a spoiler? A bit of one. Right. Yeah. Okay. And also... I'll tell you what, this studio's about to catch fire. Is anyone else hot? <laughs> it's, it's not that it's, bad. It's, it's been... ridiculous. I've just opened oh. the door and wafting it now. It's not a bit. I didn't... I've I had it. Hey, it's been hotter in here. It's been a lot hotter in yeah. here on occasion. Horrible. So, no, it's one, for, it's one for your list. Yes, it's I have got a list. list. I yeah. have got a list. Don't watch the colorized one. Right. Some someone put one on on YouTube a while ago, and they it it's not a proper colorized version. It's a version that ended up in the it, someone had do, they downloaded it off YouTube. Somebody had it on YouTube until the rights got pulled, and it get someone went take that down, please. And then they it started getting circulated on torrent sites. So you might see some people looking for that old oh colorized version. Great, well, it isn't it's just some kid that's done it. And well, I'm not being insulting there. I'm just I'm giving the person the benefit of youth because if it's a um, if it's an adult that's done this, then they've they've obviously had a head injury. Because <laughs> wait, people they're all per- they're all like sepia tints on the at the opening. There's no excuse of people having purple skin. Is they? Yeah? Well, I didn't know. Is they? You'd not mentioned what particular colour it well, was. Well, purple so I skin. Maybe Let's go with the, that. The black and white to the. N- no. The, the, the tint. Oh, no. No. Everything was kind of brown and everybody had bl- a purple to blue skin. Well, that's no good. Well, it's not great, is it? That's, that was, you know what I mean? I, he's, I had a low threshold. I mean, I'm, I watched the colourised Laurel and Hardy ones that, that were uh, done by the studio. I lived through that horror and the boy. Boy, uh, the the hoopla over that, it was on John Craven's News Round, it was. And it's, it's true. John Craven's News, you guys, you might have heard these and your parents watching. Uh, and now they've been brought right up to date. I remember him said they've been brought right up to date and they're in colour. And uh, I remember then, as a kid, and I was easily impressed. Oh, God, I was easily impressed. And I just looked at that and I thought, it looks like someone's just done a fucking dirty protest over the screen. Are you sure you weren't watching oh. 1962's The Day the Earth Went Purple? <laughs> no, I wasn't. A lot of th- right. A lot of people get them too confused. Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah, yeah. You see that? It, it, it actually confused me that much when I started watching it. As to, I don't remember this. And then I'm got. What are you talking yourself into this? You know it's wrong. You know it's wrong. Okay, fine. I, it's black and white, and I've only seen it in black and white. It's like the monsters. I'd only seen that in black and white. But when I saw the colorized monsters go home movie, I saw the makeup as it would have been. But I had a kind of idea that you know, for example, Herman Monster would be kind of ghoulishly green skin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that made sense. But there's no way that that a, a Cockney in 1960. Wandering around London, add, add purple skin. I don't know if I'm missing. That doesn't make sense. I don't know if I'm missing something. But how do they make? How do they determine what the colours are? Like, well, not d- 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 I mean, <laughs> gen- generally, I think this this was kind. of... I don't know. Maybe they were on something yeah. at the time. Like, oh, his jacket will be. Eh, I don't purple. know. They do want much software for doing it. About when this turned up about 15 years ago, like right at the beginning of YouTube. And that's what I mean. That's the problem at that time. Anything that went on YouTube, they, no one was really tearing stuff down for copyright for a few years. Mm. So you had a wild west going on until it all got under is that control. Before, is that before Google bought it? Yeah, yeah. it was when it was just this uh, sort of its own thing. Yeah. And it didn't take long, did it? It was only a year or two. But mm. during that period, uh, you could put bloody Star Wars. Star Wars was on there, 1977 Jesus, version of, of Star it. Wars. 
You know, oh no, it's the you'll remember. It's the one where there's this big creature uh, rearing up outside a cantina. It's that film. Although this version hasn't got that in, so you won't recognise it. Not ringing any bells. No. I wonder if there's it's a big, been a week. Big, big space station in it. <laughs> it's been a week. I wonder. And it's if, not purple. I, I wonder if the Mountie was dragged by the pubes to go and see Barbie yet. I bet he has been. I haven't been yet, but I've had an I've had excuse. He's been mental since last week. We did, like I said, we haven't even got to that yet. But um, I bet, I bet, I bet he's been. I bet you've been, Mountie. Come on, you had to crack. It's, it's like I feel left out. I've got to see it because I've done, well, I, if only that if anybody's giving it crap or they're praising it, and I have the count of you, I can say, no, yeah, that's. I think that you're being unfair, or I think you're being too fair. Um, I can't say a thing at the moment. I, I, I got out of jail because uh, we took the kids to the cinema at the weekend. And, and they my, didn't want to see that? Well, my, my little girl wanted to see it, and it was it was greatly debated in the car on the way. In other words, she wanted to see it, and then you went, no. Well, normally she gets away. So we got there, but Spider-Man was still showing. So, oh, okay. So we went to see Spider-Man across the, mm-hmm. across the spot, and wow, I mean... Told you. Brilliant. Absolutely. Every frame of that film is a poster and a piece of art. I it's told incredible. You. I've never seen anything yeah. like it. And, and you know what? I know. loved it. My wife loved it. Yeah. And the kids loved it. Did the kids follow it? Follow um, Leo narrative? less, so he's a bit younger, but That's what Lucy, Lucy loves it. Yeah. Uh, and they look, and we watched the first one before we came yeah. as well. So like but then we found out when's the next one due for release? <laughs> it, I know it was due twenty twenty four. But it's been bumped now indefinitely. So don't expect that till 2025, 2026. Well, I mean, look, you've had a gap. Rate. You've had a gap with the other one and this one. Hmm. You'll yeah, have five, the same. Four, you might, five years. you might end up with a similar gap of three years, something like that. It's worth waiting yeah. for. Oh, 100%. my God, it's worth 100%. waiting for. Absolutely and and just bear in mind, whenever you get to see it, you can always just watch all three of them again, hmm. all at the same time. You know, watch them all in one day if you want. I think it's amazing. I was lost in that film. Yeah, and I think the soundtrack, uh, Daniel mm-hmm. Pemberton massively underrated he started out doing stuff like love island he started out doing all these crap tv shows and even though the crap tv shows they'd come on and i i would get it i'd go yeah he's he actually does old school sort of tv tunes they sound like tunes mm. they're actually themes that get you ready for the show even the celeb the love island stuff and um bad boys one that where you got sent to national service some kids got sent there mm. every week he did the vip and these were top quality way yeah. above i mean the people who commissioned these tv shows must have thought shit have we got this for how much you know we could they probably paid him 50 grand and he's given them something they can use in a movie yeah but it's incredible and then he he started to do soundtracks and he did the man from uncle soundtrack the one with henry cavill mm-hmm. in it and that is a the film didn't do that well although i appreciated it it wasn't the man from uncle tv series but i appreciated the movie the soundtrack to the man from uncle is amazing it's one of the best pieces of, of music i've ever i've ever heard it's this wonderful soundtrack start to finish he's done loads and this is daniel pemberton hmm. and he's uh i think the music is incredible the, the music is incredible I, the I, guitars. I do need to listen more um, yeah but it's it's that but it's also the the mishmash of artistic styles like mm-hmm. a lot of artistic styles that you think well would probably conflict with each other and oh, probably yeah, wouldn't yeah. look good together sounds but, terrible on paper yeah it? exactly yeah, probably but they, they absolutely nailed it spider punk so. Yeah, in particular, oh, brilliant. Absolutely, how, how that was realised, yeah. and those jerk, the jerky interspersers where he he was kind of out of sync. It was yeah. just 
I want to go fabulous. and see it again because, like you say, mm. the first time watching, I got lost in it. I was just it in is, in awe of it, yeah, uh, yeah. and obviously, it's quite a kinetic, quite yeah. fast paced, you know, uh, 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 movie. So I um, want to go and see it again, but kind of just stand back from it and just yeah. try and get a different appreciation. It's of the it, only but, long yeah. long film that I've not had a go at for being long. I mm. didn't find it long. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. at the end, it ended wet, just bang on for me. And I don't even mind the cliffhanger. It's still, to me, was, I was a gonna definitive say, final to strong yeah. moment. Yeah, because I didn't know about Did you know about that before you, yeah. you went in? I, I, didn't, did, know. I didn't know. That know. I, I knew there was another one coming after it, but I didn't know it was going to be to be continued. I thought this yeah. would have its own story and then there'd be a third one. And yeah. then he reminded me yeah. that it was. The title changed it. Yeah, yeah. It was, we, uh, we were very the Spider-Verse yeah. Part 1 and Across mm. the Spider-Verse Part 2. Mm. And mm. then through production... Actually, that was quite late in the game because mm. at first it was conceived as one movie. Then they made the decision to split it into two. Then they were both called Part One: Across the Spider Verse Part One, Across the Spider Verse Part Two. Then they changed the name and the their mind again, mm. and went from Across the Spider Verse, and the next one is called Beyond the Spider Verse. Mm. So there was always going to be that big cliffhanger in the middle or somewhere. Uh, and but yeah, we we didn't know we were going to have yeah. to wait this long. Mm. But I don't mind that because I no. love a great cliffhanger oh. and I think that oh, is yeah, one for yeah, the yeah. ages. Uh, yeah. And to add to the, all this, you got to bear in mind, me and him are dealing with this show and living this through the mag 24-7. Mm. We had had enough of multiverse. Mm. We were multiversed out. We didn't want to hear the word. We weren't interested in yeah. it. It's kind of... We're going to see this film, it's kind of like okay, but we love the other one, yeah. so we go, we'll go and we hope that it'll be all right. And we and didn't had, go straight away though. No, we didn't because we weren't. Because mm. we were four weeks, we waited to yeah. see it because I we know. were well, we'll just prioritise other stuff. I know. We so I'm not, I'm not the only one that's kind of no nope. got multiverse fatigue. Oh, we're, we're sick right. to death of it. Yeah. Sick to death Can't of it. I grew it. up with yeah. the multiverse and Earth One, Earth Two, yeah. the DC stuff before anybody even knew the word. I lived it. I loved it. I used to look forward to the justice. Society meeting up, crossing across to the Earth Prime, meeting the Justice League. I used to read all them comics. I loved it. I never even thought anyone would bother doing that in in mm. stuff. Now I loved it when the CW did it and they redid Crisis on Infinite Earths, and I think they did a cracking job considering it was a TV budget. But Marvel and DC between them, the movies, they have just drained me. They've drained me to the point mm. where I just. There's no, there's no stakes careless. anymore. There's Not no when you can keep replacing yeah. people and swapping people yeah. over and you're dead, but I'll take your place yeah. and the, every single thing. Again, that's it's the know. money eyes, isn't it? Like, oh, mm. you know, we can in, in, infinitely yeah. reinvent this with yeah. new actors and stuff like that so we can complete can keep this kind of money, you know, problem, money from the this. The problem but. with it is it, it, it all started, the multiverse having it there is a cool thing. Mm. Then DC went, I know, we'll get rid of the multiverse and start again because there's too much, there's too many barnacles and in consistencies and continuity errors and mm. shit and we're going to start it all again so they crashed all the earths into one and with a crisis on infinite earths and said they'd start again and then slowly over time they went yeah this is too restrictive and we want to do this mm. do that and then they brought the multiverse back with 52 it's chris remembers he's read that mm. so da- damn good comic book but unfortunately started the multiverse off again mm. and since then you've had the same thing so, so after that you had another crisis called um, Final Crisis, yeah? And then you then there was the creation of the Omniverse. Do you know what the Omniverse is? Ooh, go. It means me. that everything that you've ever read in any comic book or any TV show or okay. any radio show or any 
piece of fiction or any um, newspaper strip, yeah, it all happened at some point. And all the times, uh, are there, for every moment, in every uh, every time, okay. there are multiple ti- multiple universes, but also multiple time frames going on. Right. So that anything, uh, anywhere can happen. And so it's like stuff- the infinite universe yeah. theory. And- yeah. 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 Yeah, the infinite universe yeah. theory is. It's a, it's a comic book dumbed down yeah. pa- interpretation of that. However, however, it, they only stuck with it a year. Because every, no one knew what it was. <laughs> no one no one knew what it was. People, what is this? Omnibus? Why is he this? Why have you got Adam West in, in this Frank Miller type setting with this? Yeah, they, no one was, mm. they were trying to mash it up. Oh, wow. And then people got dead yeah, confused. So it, now. It, it, can be, it can become really uncontrolled. I think the best use of multiverse, yeah. it, apart from Spider Man, uh, that I've seen in recently it has not been from Marvel at all, but has been everything, everywhere, all at once. That's it. That was brilliant. That the way they handled that was amazing. Again, that was amazing. Yeah. And you didn't have to know anything going into no. that film. My favourite scene in that said to him time and time again, "It's the rocks." Yes, hundred percent. It's the rocks. I no could, words. I, I couldn't believe it. I just sat but, there like, "What am I watching? This is absolute genius." It, the way they did that with the no sound and you know very yeah. minimal. Obviously, the rocks. There's no movement. Yeah. But the message that 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 that, that they transmitted oh. in that scene just cut right through. Oh, and it was almost like a meta experience. It, like, was. God it damn, was. This isn't. This is speaking to me as a human now. Transcendentalism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Buddhism yeah. there. You know. Yeah, just really it, was. It, you know. It really did kind of cut through. Just, yeah. just be kind. Just good. be kind. Good. You yeah. see, you feel, you see, we're all getting on. We're all yeah. fitting in here. I knew Mo, Mo would get the vibe of the it's place. Great. I love it. He's he's getting all settled in now. Yeah. I wish his... I had some rock news to jump into. Speaking of rock, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson has, but he's been very quiet. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I do have some Gal Gadot. News. Well, I'll tell you what, Gal let's Gadot. do the Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yeah. We'll go straight to break and then we'll come back and we'll tell the world because we've been teasing them and this isn't going to be the CSI experience. We will tell you after the break where we've been because we want to promote something. Have I got time to tell you a story later as well? Yes, absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah. I've brought one out from the archives uh, to, to oh, woo you with. So. Fantastic. The, the Weird Wide World Archives. The Weird Wide World Archives, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's going to absolutely blow your skirts up. Right, okay. Uh, what, did you want the Gal Gadot news mm-hmm. now? The, oh, the yeah. tenuous segue was that she once acted with The Rock. Um, <laughs> Is that it? That's it. I what, have to what? get it off it, on it the verses that, it somehow. Was in, it, was in that, it was in that film that no one saw that Ryan Reynolds is in. Correct, yeah. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. it. I didn't um, see that. Red Notice? Red Nose? <laughs> I don't know. Red Nose. I don't know. I don't know. I saw the trailer, but you know me. I've been honest. I see Netflix, and I don't think it's a serious film that I need to watch. I, don't, I know, I know, I'm being what is the, not you know like the equivalent of, of it's a film snob on acid that I guess isn't it? But no, I just don't. I don't bias. If, if it was, I am biased, if yeah. It would, no, I disagree. And it's hundreds of millions the budget. There's no difference between that. The people who've made that will be working on another Hollywood film that's getting a general release at the cinema a month after. And But I can't get over that I'm watching a shitty Netflix film that's not gone to the cinema. I think it would have had a bigger audience if it went on the cinema. It would have. Well, it would have had me because I'd have gone to see it because yeah. I like Ryan, Ryan well, there's Reynolds. There's a difference you know. in, in watching a film at home and going to the cinema to see it, not just yeah. to, not just that the, yeah. the screen is a I thousand I want to watch bigger. a film that I've missed at the cinema at home. 
Yeah. That's what I'd rather spend that two hours on. I'd rather no, go, no oh, I've got... discovering this, this You new... must have 30, 40 films that you, you've got that you're dying to see that you didn't get round to seeing at the cinema. 40? And you're going to... All right, I'm being... That's yeah. Being moderate and say 40, it's a minimum. Uh, you're going to swap out one of them 40 for Red Nose or whatever. No. You're going <laughs> to slip, slip it's that not, in. Not, it's not happening. But, yeah, I was just you making know. sure that, like, yeah, it wasn't to say that you wouldn't... You've got no interest in that movie. Look, I'm not a polo neck snob I'm not in the northern quarter and I'm not going to go and chat about the deep meanings of, of Bergman's last movies and all drinking that drinking chai tea yeah you know I just I can't that's much just a one thing if I want to see a film I want to have a general idea that it's going to be quality proper proper movie I was a snob with TV movies as well back in the day I had my hands up if I saw something and it was a made for TV movie You'd rarely get me watching it because I'd just I'd be like, "What's the point, man? What's yeah, the point?" I want to watch the French Connection. Not there was a bigger some... distinction back then, though, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah, budget-wise, definitely. Exactly. My God, these yeah. those TV films. You want to pick up an old TV Times and look at some stuff. From time to time, it's helpful because you go, "Oh shit, there was stuff like that on." Is it they... MST3K fodder, like stuff you'd find that they would cover, like really kind of B C? list movies well they'd get Manos uh, they'd, the hands of they, fate no they, they wouldn't even be stuff we'd watch they'd, they'd be some like a love story on from 8 o'clock till 10 o'clock say on ITV and it'd star two stars that a studio have mm. obviously not got faith in to do a movie uh, but they've got to run the contract out and you could in it, or it, the equivalent now the, those films turn up on Hallmark them films that are on the Hallmark channel, it's them. They were on TV, normal. And them are what I refer to as made-for-TV movies. Well, I have got the same snobbery about Netflix as I've got with them. I know it sucks. What was the last Netflix movie everybody watched? That one you got me watching. What? With Army Staven. of the Dead. Staven. Oh, and I watched Army of the Army Dead. Army of the Dead and that was Zack Snyder. Oh, quick Zack Snyder news. Oh, go on. This is just broke. Literally. What, he's just broke. No, just as we were going on. He's announced that he's doing a, uh, a director's cut for Sucker Punch. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. Pro- I think one of the movies that kicked off this entire run of this show mm-hmm. back in 2010 yeah. or 11. See, I've seen the two versions because he did release the full cut that he called a director's oh, cut. Oh, right. Okay. That was the now one. I don't it, remember this. Right. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the only difference. It had um, Baby Dolls Dance. It showed the dance. You know how in the film she goes into a trance and then there's a flashback and a load of stuff and then she comes out of the dance, yeah? Yeah. Well, it shows you her dance. All right, okay. It's not a good dance. Do they end on this dance? Because that's this is what he's talking about today on, no. on a letterbox interview. Well, I hope not because one of the things that me and you loved about that film was how brave it was to do what it did at the end. Yeah, I can't really remember lobotomy oh right it was okay. so downbeat it you said to me oh my god you know people were knocking it for being too disposable and candy pop and, well, and that sugary. wasn't his original ending then no he says after the lobotomy scene when it's revealed that she's been lobotomized yeah she breaks into another song and dance <laughs> i don't that's not in the i didn't know that yeah that's that's what he wanted apparently so he says he'll he's going to get round to it okay. eventually well i'm i'm up for that this can be his redemption one because that army of the dead I could don't go get on. Into it. I don't could. Get, please, I, you get me started on don't that. Don't get into oh, it I've again. I've got things no. that are, are deep, deep, deep 
uh, that I haven't even fucking discussed on yes, this show. Robots. That since the robot stuff is fucking crackers because matter. he's done a sequel. He didn't. The, he did, he did a sequel. He, he didn't. The, the, what's it of the dead? Thieves of the dead or something? Nothing wasn't? to do with him. Was that nothing to do with him? No. It, it'll oh, have, right. He'll have been some name on the on a on the production. Oh, tread, I on thought the producing this was in credits. the world of that. Well, it's in the world, yeah, but it's like some cheap uh, yeah. knockoff version yeah. of it, isn't it? He, do you know in this film though, they mm. was they were steep, they were fried, they were dried out. You know, like sea monkeys. Oh, no, d- and no, you put no sea monkeys to into the show water. As well. Okay, yeah, and oh, no. and they were on the floor. <laughs> Dried up zombies, yeah, right, and everyone okay, went, okay. "Oh right, they can't move; they're all dried up, you know." And they and they, they'll only come alive if it's rain and there's water. Right. Okay, so like what you what you're waiting for for the film then? Well, what you waiting let's for? Let's get some rain on. And then they're all going to yeah, come rising yeah, up yeah, out of the ground. Yeah, yeah. Didn't do it. That's what? it. What? Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Do what, so they just the stayed there. Yeah. Just correct. So what was the point of the I'm film? There's, there's a, one of many questions about that film. we got to let it go. It's I'm years it old. Go. I'm done. It I'm made done, no man. cultural impact I'm not going to mention it again. It's fine. I, I, it's I, I, only I being done. Army of the Dead is only ever discussed on this show. Okay. I swear <laughs> to fucking God. Anyway, Wonder Woman, right? Gal yes. Gadot has said today, actually not today because it was in an interview that was conducted before the actor's strike. Yeah. That she's talked with Gunn and Peter, what's his name? Oh, yeah. And she, they're, they're going to be doing a Wonder Woman movie together. Okay. So all this multiverse stuff that we were talking about before, mm-hmm. sorry to bring that up again. But you can't she, live by your own rules, can you? No, I cannot. You can have a I'll go be, at I'll me. Be t- I'll be talking me about Army of Dead. Here, and, and uh, you can wander you out You get to run wild with, uh, with all oh. your stuff. I was yeah. just trying to move it along. Plus, I can't stand Army of the Dead. So, yeah, it doesn't look like they're rebooting that character. Well, then, how is anyone going to understand what's going on? I don't on think they care. It's a mess. They I don't just think start they care. Again. They're not bothered. I don't blame them because... It will be mostly you know, started again. Look, she... Some actors will retain she's their She's one of the characters that worked. So, if you're going to do that... But, as I said, you can't just really cherry-pick. If you're saying that this is a new start... But then again, you know what we thought were going to happen at the end of The Flash didn't happen, did it? No, it didn't. didn't we happen. were completely wrong. No, that was it. it the feel, Flash was the most pointless film I've ever like, seen. It feels like it's more about the money now and, and getting the audience in. Oh, forget, boy. forget the consistency, forget the continuity, oh, forget the multiverse, omniverse. Just let's produce these movies, get bums on seats. And but the thing is, the, mo- it's the, the money's not there anymore. Is it not? No. Did it not still break records when they released? I mean, not, right, not break the- records, perhaps that's a bit overdramatic, but surely they make no, yeah. a profit. Yeah. You've had two of the biggest bombs, box office bombs, of uh, in all of the superhero genre this this year. There could be more, actually. Uh, the Flash, off the top of my head, mm. and um, Quant- Ant-Man Quantumania. Did that lose? Big time. That, did that go straight to streaming as well? No, 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 no. no, 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 no generous right. it, did, it didn't do too bad it ended up about 750 but its production costs were nowhere near as big as the mm. flash the flash is the big 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 loser yeah. the, the quantum mania is disappointing to yeah. them but the flash was like holy shit because because of all the hype i think they thought it was going to just scrape a billion or something at least yeah. And Qu- it just did nothing at Qu- all. Quantum Mania was the the breaking point for me. I, like I mentioned before, mm. I was I was Marvel fatigue. Never mind multiverse fatigue. Although yeah. the two are synonymous, I was just all out. And then Quant- I, I thought, oh, I'll watch Quantum Mania. Maybe okay. it'll re- you know maybe it'll reinvigorate me and, and give me a bit more enthusiasm. Um, but no, like halfway, I was just like, I can't. Okay. I can't be doing. Well, we're this. just going to go to a break. But just just 
if you could dilute it, me, me and him don't quite get the negativity towards that. Right. It, but it, it isn't the first time I've heard that exact sentiment. Yeah, I know. What, 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 it, what is it about that compared to, say, some other, some other Marvel movie that you've loved and enjoyed? What, what is it particularly about that? Were you fed up going into it or did that movie do something particularly different? I don't think the movie did anything particularly different. I, I don't know if you go into an ad, but uh, yeah, essentially, I, I think it is just like the schedule is like, and you feel almost like you feel like if you can't follow everything, then mm. you can't follow anything. So it's like, I know they do, they release so many TV shows and even then I'm catching up on them, sure. you know, and then yeah. there's obviously the movie releases as well. And I don't know, I just feel, and again, with the multiverse stuff as well, where there's no stakes, they can just swap and change and, yeah. and there's no, there's no, yeah, there's just no stakes in the game anymore. If somebody pops it or something happens in the world that's devastating, well, just hop to another universe or you know, mm. undo the timeline or whatever it is that they want to do this well, they time. They haven't gone too far with that. I mean, yeah. Tony Stark's still dead. You know, you've still lost well, how Captain long America. Before, I mean, not necessarily as Robert yeah. Downey Jr., but, you know. I know. They could tap back into you. that in any parallel universe where they a Tony Stark exists. Yeah. I reckon it's about four years off. Right. Mm. Let's have our break and then we're going to go back and we're going to come back and we are going to deliberately shill for something that we should be shilling for. Starburst Radio, brought to you by the editors of the world's longest-running magazine of sci-fi, horror, and fantasy. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Everyone else refused to put it on the air. the world 24 hours a day this is fab radio international and we are back welcome to starburst Radio. Oh God, that didn't work at all. Though. Don't like it. I didn't you kind like of bailed it. halfway straight through. Straight away. Right. Well, no. you were almost there. No, I know. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> it did like you were being jerked off. <laughs> oh, you see, you can't always. Hold on. Like are you going to record that one, and that's that's going to make it into the the no, repertoire he, of criticisms? No, it doesn't. There's not one of him in there. The, the, you don't know there isn't. Well, I've been I was on talking the about the jerked off bit though that you said. Scratching yeah. at the door. I have got a comment from uh, a long-time listener here, and oh, he's yes. joining us on uh, Threads, right? Oh, Which yeah. is cool, because I... I forgot to put the tweet out on Threads. Skolomonsky. The, the thread out on the tweet. Well, it's not a tweet now, is it? It's an X. Well, whatever. But I didn't do one on Threads, so it's good that I am Cosmic Soup. Remember Richard Robinson? I do. Go, yeah, good yeah. God, yeah. yeah. Good God. He says, listening well, to Starburst Radio Live for the first time in quite a while. Where have you been, matey? I've deleted the shitty Musk destroyed Twitter slash X app, so I'll be on here moving forward. Well, we will try to be more communicative on threads. Fantastic to be hearing you guys back and not quite on it. It's what makes you awesome. All right. Um. Well, that's Thanks. almost a compliment. Zemo, this you is as nice as not mad in value. This is what <laughs> this is what we get. It's nice to see you back as shit as ever. Oh, thank you, Richard. <laughs> You know, a bit of consistency, yeah. reliability. That's what you want. Part of the charm. That's what we bring people. Yeah. You know. 
Julie B saying good evening. Looking forward to tonight's <laughs> show. So she was looking forward to it. Right, the last good. She's fifty-three That's minutes into it. I wonder if she's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you just you never know, dear. You never know. So we got some more emails. Yep, we've got one from Mounty here. Mounty. Yes. He goes, gentlemen. Nope, not seen Barbie. We were talking earlier whether he'd be. Wonder if he was dragged by the pubes. Luckily, I've been writing busy uh, Starburst stuff. Busy writing Starburst stuff the last week or so. That's my excuse, etc. I did find time to see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 again, and it's even better second time around. This week, Meg 2, The Trench. What a time to be alive. I agree, yeah. <laughs> I may catch catch up with Barbie on streaming or Blu-ray, but I'm not. I'm promising nothing. Don't blame you. Uh, you'd... Am I the only one that's actually excited to see Barbie? I can't wait. I've just been so slammed the last couple of weeks with stuff. I will have seen it by the next. I'm, 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 I'm. I love Greta Gerwig's movies, all of, of them. Yeah, they're all right. I have. A, they're a, okay. Yeah, a, a very yeah. shallow understanding yeah, yeah. of what yeah. it is. Yeah. What's your favourite? I'm trying. I can't remember. No. Off the top of my head, I can't. I couldn't tell you one to save my life, but I've watched them. I've okay. seen all of them. I think. Right. I'm thinking. Oh God, I know. I know which one I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, uh, let's let's move on. Bum, bum, bum. No, no, no. Got... I remember the. Um... Oh God. Little oh, it's women. driving me mad. It's driving me Francis mad. Francis Ha. Mistress America. No. No, I've, I've I've not got it. I've not got it. But I know which film I'm thinking of, and I can see the film poster, and I can see white the girl. noise. No, I haven't seen that one. No, I think she just stars in that one. She may have co-wrote. No, I've not seen that with one. The Noah Bombach. Here we go. Alex Best says, as you know, Dennis uh, Denis Villeneuve is a Canadian filmmaker who's made a name for himself with his visually stunning and thought-provoking films. He has, well said. Absolutely amazing. His work includes. Prisoners, Sicario, Arrival, and Blade Runner 2049. Do you think he would be an ideal candidate for directing a 007 film? As the franchise needs a huge bump upwards as its format is getting tired. What are your thoughts? Cheers, Alex. A long-time listener from the Windy Shetland Isles. P.S. When are the candidates coming back, or is that a film in progress? We are coming back this year. We are coming back and we'll be staying back. It's just there's been a few problems and Paul's been a bit poorly. I've had a few issues and we've just not had the time to do it. Um, it's quite it's a different doing a like the TV format show like that. But we are we're coming back this year. This one, um, I'm going to give you this. Denis Villeneuve is one of my favourite ever movie makers. I think that Arrival may possibly be in my top five mm. hard sci-fi movies of mm. all time, which is saying something. It's right up there with the, the best of the really? best. I think he'd absolutely destroy a James Bond film. I think it'd be... James Bond films need to be punchy, fast, action-orientated, and there there is no room for it. If anything, the last few of them have gone to the slow-paced, artistic... The last one was nauseatingly artistic uh, to the point of sickening to me, to be honest. I think that way is the wrong way. If you want to do it, I would rather see a James Bond film that had all the sensibilities and style and pace of the Kingsman movies, really. Matthew Not, Vaughan. Yeah, Matthew it, Vaughan would be my ideal. He had an interview with him, didn't he? 
he had a meeting with them? He said that he would never be asked. He said he's met them, but he said that they don't like him. Right. Hmm. He's, he's actually said they don't like him and he doesn't think... He thinks they, they are pissed off with him for sort of plagiarism. Because, like, because of Kingsman. No, no, seriously. He yeah, said no one else he, can do any stories about super, uh, super, yeah. super spies. Got yeah. it, right. He was okay. interviewed and he said that I have met with them, but I don't think they'd ever ask me to do it. And he said, oh, could you, you know, tell us a bit why? And he said, I just got the impression that they thought I'd stolen their clothes a little bit, mm. which, to be fair... Uh, there, there are elements of bond in, in yeah, it. Yeah, he's definitely, parallels, definitely you know. riffing on it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Further to Alex's question there then, mm. because these two directors have been in the news for the last two weeks, both have been asked whether they would like to do Bond movies in in different interviews for, for whatever reasons. Greta Gerwig said, uh, I'm a fan of Barbara Bo- Broccoli, so oh, yeah, God. I'd be interested in that. Oh. Um, sakes. But I don't think you'd be you'd be interested oh, in that. But the ha- thought of it's here's, making me ill. Here's the here's the question though, because I knew your answer to that one, Christopher Nolan. No, Nolan says it's almost embarrassing how much the, the James Bond movies have influenced his entire career, and yeah. he would consider it an honour mm. to do a Bond movie. Yeah. Thoughts on that one? Same as Villeneuve, it'd be a slow, ponderous, pretentious affair. It'd be everything that I hate about the last few Bond movies. They they can't Fair play. They, those last Bond movies stopped being fun with Skyfall. Skyfall was the last one where you could just watch it and have a bit of fun. And the, the the spectre with its oh we've got to make sure we've got to have a close universe. The bad guy is the half brother of James yeah, yeah, Bond. Yeah, dun dun yeah. dun. Mm. Oh fuck off, will you? Jesus fucking Christ! Why? What is the point of that? It's a James Bond film. Do a James Bond film. Yeah, Christopher Nolan couldn't even do a Batman film without thinking it's Dance of the Seven Veils or whatever. <laughs> you know, he 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 thinks he he thinks he's making a Bergman movie where that guy and. And that's the problem. And it's James Bond would be so fucking slow. Okay, then. Paced and ponderous gazing. you'd hire if, if it was up to you then. Matthew Vaughan. There we go. Mo? Darren Aronofsky. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? I'd rather no. have him. I'd rather have him. I would. I'd no. rather have him. Yeah. I don't um, know. It sounds like Nolan's a fan. Like, if he says that's influenced his career so much, you know, you'd think... If if he ever was in contention for a Bond film, maybe he'd realise what it is and change his usual kind of. Well, I've seen his idea. He's a massive fan yeah. of two thousand and one: A Space Odyssey, and I've yeah. seen his idea of how to do a hard uh, sci-fi film. So I yeah, still, keep yeah, him suspicious. away from stuff yeah. like that. What Let about, him do his own original stuff. Hmm. What about Edgar Wright? Edgar Wright, I'd mm. love. I'd kill for Edgar Wright to mm. do a James Bond yeah. film. And would you mind it going it. back mm. to the like the Roger Moore era a little bit I'd, on there? He's I a would, bit old now, isn't he? I would. I, <laughs> what you, what you should do is consider. <laughs> He's dead, man. Consider is re- Roger Moore dead. You should consider refilming the novels of Ian Fleming and putting them in period. Great idea. Because that would be interesting new. There are none very few of the movies have anywhere near the ten percent or twenty percent from the book. They're all pretty much original screenplays. Goldfinger's close for your from Russia with Love and maybe Moonraker is they've not filmed the book Moonraker. That 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 is a completely original s- screenplay. You only live twice. 
was filmed in as part tagged on the end of um, of No Time to Die. They've not actually used those books to the full potential. Some are more filmable than others. The Spy Who Loved Me is not filmable. It's a, the, it's told from a girl's point of view who's just staying there and James Ooh, Bond girls. makes a cameo. No, it's done in a weird way where you only see James Bond for half a chapter. It's her troubled life. She stays at a hotel and these guys who were after her caught up with her at last. Uh, and and then James Bond happens to be staying there and he beats them up. That's it. Right. That's the that's the book. It's a bit boring, isn't it? That's it's not an ideal candidate. Yeah, yeah, you a, know, that's for, all I'm getting at. Yeah, picture, it doesn't no. matter who the, the the central character is. When you've got the central character's not Bond and it's and he bumbles in it just he literally just bumbles into these guys because hey, leave her alone, you bish bash boff, and that's it. That's the that's the that's the book. Oh wow. Spy you love me. Oh uh, main character Vivian Michelle. Oh man. Simon Pegg was talking this week and he revealed that Edgar Wright and him are they are working on a on a new movie. Oh, good. That is going to be outside of the Cornetto trilogy, but I didn't really expect them to retread any of that kind of ground anyway. Quadrology. Yeah. Trilogy, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is. Somebody had a, a great idea of an animated really space. Yeah, that was that was me. Yeah. Oh, you're taking the piss. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I fully endorse that idea. There needs she to be an animated space show. Yeah, he seemed pretty up for it. Yeah. Read the interview with Edgar Wright in the new issue. There you go. Yeah. Can't remember what page it's on now. Another, I'll mm. just check it's it in there amongst the top 100, anyway. No, they, we're, we're all right. We're up, to, we're up to uh, up to date with There's one on Aliens, one. but I'd rather talk to, do that one later when we're going to talk about Aliens. Okay, yeah. yeah. Is there one on Aliens? There is, yes. It's down here. You have to go back and forth. And, oh, uh, I there see. There we go. Yeah. S- uh, Stuart Best. So we'll come back to that one. Right, we'll do that. See later. what see what I do there. Love it. Like a that. quick scan first, and Christ. then hey, I got my yeah. first. Mention it's like Oppenheimer, well. isn't it? <laughs> I got my first mention as well. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, you see, that's good. You're making your hey, stamp on it. This that. is how it begins. It'll Here be we like, go. Love it. Before we move on, we've got one from Geldard that's just <laughs> slipped through the cracks. Here, Geldard says Edgar Wright or Matthew Vaughan for Bond. There we go. He agrees. Maybe Guy Ritchie. He didn't do such a bad job with the Man from Uncle. Uh, I know he's done some shit. Perfect job mm-hmm. with that. I know he's done some shit, but that one was decent. It was decent. Also, really can you recommend some decent non-blockbuster ghost movies for me? Yeah. Mm. Well, I'll just add that if if that Man from Uncle film, if that had been um, Henry Cavill in a British accent, that could have easily been a, him as James Bond. And I'll tell you this, I actually think Cavill would make a great James Bond I really do. He's a bit old now. Unfortunately, they've asked for casting for someone for under 35 now. But and the name that keeps coming up is Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Yeah, that's the one that keeps coming up. It does. Yeah. And it does look like And that's... he looks pretty badass in um, Craven the Hunter. That trailer is you love, you the love worst it. fucking it. trailer oh. I've seen in a long, long, <laughs> long time. Oh, Why that's... would anyone want to see that he's, oh. a, he's a B-list bad guy from a comic book that no one's ever fucking heard of and it was only he was only he famous maybe B-list but do you know what they did A-list do you know when he was interested oh yeah I don't want to get into it the outfit is iconic in the comic books yeah yeah the his version of it in that cosplay stripper basically something like that that's what comes to mind that character became absolutely famous in, in comicdom 
in the early 1980s for one reason. It committed suicide. He decided he couldn't kill Spider-Man and he'd failed his great hunt after all these times and he went and topped himself. And everyone went, oh my God, that's so brave and all that. Yeah, they brought him back. (laughs) Fuck off. You know what I mean? that, that, That is an insult. They kept him dead for 20 years. 20 years, but they couldn't help themselves. Mm -hmm. Couldn't help it. Couldn't help themselves. We've got an amazing history of Craven the Hunter from a few issues back. I think it was 478 by Alan Boone. Yeah, Full, full deep dive on the character. Great. See, I have a craven disregard for it, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's the problem. Snap. So, yeah. what's this other one here? This one here? Oh. Oh, here we go. Hi, Mike Grismo. So, talk to me last week. A solid four stars, however, five stars for the ending. So many horror films are let down by tiresome or predictable endings, even some great ones. I hope Martin enjoyed it. What about you guys? Oh, I've not seen it yet. Shetty Ralph. Again, you've embarrassed us. No, yeah. we've been working too hard this week. We're going to be. We're going to see a load of films. We're going to see a load of films and catch up. Barbie and talk to me before next week. Yeah. Promise. Definitely, without yeah. a doubt. Mm-hmm. I do like. I, I thought. The I thought the trailer was amazing. Both trailers, in fact, for that talk to me. So yeah, I'm very I'm, much looking forward like the to idea it. The, of the reviews it have been fabulous. Yeah, yeah, proper horror. Little films. Australian um, uh, horror movie. Hmm. Well, if you've not Australian. seen the trailer, oh, I haven't seen Australian. It. Yeah, what did oh, I say? No, I'm just I didn't know, and now I'm upset. Oh. <laughs> Why? Oh. Shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe. You yeah. might have to reassess oh. something that you've been saying for many, many years. I mean, I can't. Well, it's not going to change the culture, is it? Even if it's amazing, the most amazing things ever. That tops it after a lifetime on Earth. I've, that'll be the fourth decent Australian film I've seen. It's not great, is it? What are the others? What are you going to say? Um, Walkabout, Mad Max, Ball, Mad Max 2, Muriel's Mad Max Wedding. Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> They're not Australian, them. Don't bull, bull me with them. They're Hollywood movies, them. Excuse right. me, what? Uh, bloody second one is, Austra- is an Australian production. Those are Hollywood movies, them. You can't what do tell you mean? me. They're Hollywood George movies. George Miller and his entire crew yeah. still made those. Funded they- by... Funded by... Australian money, was it? No, well, the second well, one was... Some. The first and second were totally Australian productions I that still... did not rely on Hollywood, which hmm. is why they come across as punk rock. The third one, Thunderdome, was when Paramount and loads of other investors invested in it and they went, let's make a big budget film, and then they just missed out on one little thing. Okay. Oh, oh. We forgot to put him in a car, and it bombed. Oh, look, well... And it bombed. You have a Mad Max movie, and you forget to put him in a car. Yes, it's going to bomb. So it did. The uh, Fury Road... Yeah. Cars, 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 violence, mayhem, yes. But not. That wasn't an an Australian budgeted Okay, I'm going to give you an example, right? You you write a script, yeah? Yeah. You write a script. uh, Paramount are interested... uh, Warner Brothers, sorry, are interested uh, in it. They give your production company X amount of millions to shoot it. You shoot it in Britain. You edit it in Britain. Yeah. Uh, you uh, post. You do your colour grading, post production, everything, and you. Uh, is that a British movie? It was. Con- the I don't it's, think so. It's conceived. It's conceived in no, Britain. No, there's a tipping point. There's the pre-production point was all in done in Britain. No, there's a not a British point. movie. They, yeah, Australian movie. It wasn't. Where was Mad Max Fury Road shot? It was meant to be in Australia, and then the uh, the desert that they were planning to use um, 
had some unprecedented uh, rainfall mm, and it okay. turned green. So they had Ooh. to move it to, and I think it was, they moved the production to Africa. Right. Off the top of my okay. head. I've seen the making of I'm, Doc on the Fury Road. I'll give a bit, a bit of grey area to that one. But the, the Thunder Road, the third one, not an Australian film at all. The, the first two were the were were pure. It's, it's in its DNA. It? It's interesting. Whereas the Babadook, uh, Babadook as well. That's yeah, a, that Babadook walkabout. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max two. Mad Max one's kind of all right, but it 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 really when you see it, it's a bit of a disappointment. That one after the second one, it spawned the what entire Saw franchise. Didn't it, it did do on that one because they scene. just took that yeah. one scene from the end of Mad Max but, and went ooh. But uh, you've got to admit, there's not a lot going on if you're living in Australia. It's like, what music do you listen to? Apart from everything trying to kill you. Yeah, it's it's the one place on earth I just don't care about going to. That was a great movie, Housebound. Okay. Yeah. Or that may have been New Zealand. Oh, gosh. New Zealand of no Kathleen Kim. Well, I'd go to New Zealand. I would. I'm I'm curious, what did they put him in? If they didn't put him in a car in the third one... Was it like a different vehicle or was it, they just omitted any kind of transportation whatsoever and it was a completely different... It was on a little go-kart. <laughs> <laughs> little penny farthing. Yeah. I just people, people thought it was ridiculous. I couldn't. He has gone mad. No wonder it bombed. I just couldn't believe it. No, I think what Mike's know. getting at is they put him in a city for most of it. Right, okay. So There, there was just an elk went on. They thought they'd build this gladiatorial Thunderdome and he'd be like Conan, you know, and they'd be just battling. Mm. It, it, it's just not what people wanted. The soundtrack the slaps, mayhem, though. The desert. As the kids say. The soundtrack's slaps. amazing. Slaps. You know, that's what, they, yeah, that's what the, they all say. Yeah. Do they not still say fat? That's fat. fat. No, God, that's no. fat. No, no, the no, film no. Ladybird. No, I'm not down with the it. homies. Ladybird, yeah, the one that I didn't mention. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, why didn't you right. mention that? Because that's the one I was going on about with the black and white poster with her head on it. Which yeah, is, I love that. It's film. a fabulous. Film. That's that's the best yeah. film she's made. I think Francis Ha for me or Mistress America. Ladybird yeah. is excellent. I've seen number. Yeah. I don't remember much about them. Whereas that's one of me. Oh, I love that film. Yes, yeah, love great. Ladybird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. But I thought you meant that there was a ladybird in Mad Max beyond Thunderdome then. Was like, no, I don't no, that no, bit. no. There's none of that. That would have made it interesting. <laughs> he had to Anything. fight a ladybird. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> a big mutant ladybird. <laughs> it's just bizarre, isn't it? I don't know. But yeah, Australian film, well, all right. Well, let's hope there's a, a, a fifth one to add to my little list. How many have I got to have? I mean, no, I, I think... get over 10, do I have to admit that they're okay? But yeah, what's, the, lot, what's, the, what's the threshold? I think Jesus. you're being too harsh. You, I don't I think, think if we had a quick Australia, Google. I don't think you'd go if someone offered you first class tickets. So you had to go there for a week and just chill out. I don't think you'd want to go. Look how many great actors it's spawned. That, Margot yeah, Robbie. and when they and guess what Chris they all Hemsworth. do, and what do they all do? What do they all do? They, they, what well, do they all, all did do? Over three hundred and twenty episodes yeah. of Neighbours, and as soon as she got any work that you know paid okay, she fucked off. Hemsworth 
fucked off. Everybody fucked off. Mel Gibson well, fucked the, off. That's where Everybody. the beating heart of the industry is. Not yeah, anymore. no, yeah, yeah. And why not is currently. that? Why is that? Why haven't they? Why isn't the beating heart of the industry moved to where all this amazing oasis of talent no one that you just it's described the, as? It's the bestest place. It sucks, man. It's just not as bad as you're making out. It sucks. It fucking sucks. Anyway, Australia Geldard sucks. wants to know some good ghost movies. And I've always said that, by the way. I've always... Even no, my, my I, gran, can, my gra- I can confirm My that. granddad, yeah, my, my, uh, sorry, my great uncle, used to come round with all these stories and he'd come round with all the pictures and I'm like, oh, this just does not look fun to me. And he brought me a stuffed koala, which I've got. I love the stuffed hmm. koala, though. That's amazing. I've still got it. Stuff proper stuffed koala. I know that sounds really bad on here, but this was in 1974. Well, like it got given mm, to me, like a teddy. Yeah, teddy bear. Yeah, but it's a real stuffed koala. Oh, a real one. A real koala stuffed with the, and it's just put the plastic eyes on it. Ooh, but it's a stuffed. It's the full skin, the full stuffed koala. It's an, um, yeah, taxidermy koala. Like, but with googly eyes. Yes, and um, and plastic claws, and and uh, so it doesn't hurt me. Ooh. I know it sounds a bit rum, doesn't it? I had a stuffed piranha when I was little. See, you can't cuddle that, can you? No. We, we had a load of African dolls. Because oh. I've, got, I've got a lot of family that used to live in South Africa. Yeah, I met one. <laughs> Robert. Yeah, I've told the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is the uh, South African fucking bounty hunter that yeah. came back with some uh, bill song mm. that I ate. And then I realised I've just ate human meat. It wasn't. It was human, human meat. meat. It was hairy. It was just vacuum packed and looked and hairy. It looked congealed. And also that night, I did, <laughs> you like, do that get was the some fibers of, of the meat. You get some Someone of the hair. Someone screwed me up that night. Yeah. I, couldn't, um, I couldn't sleep. I was in a fever. <laughs> I thought I'd ingested someone's soul. You gotta be careful with <laughs> tank. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, it, to that be fair, sounds like proper, proper. To be fair, like it didn't look the most. Like, it was like vacuum packed in a body bag, like, almost I, like yeah, a. I get it. An IV. Uh, what made me it eat it? A drip bag, and yeah, I, got, I, I did get you to eat it. The but, stuff uh, you get now, it's yeah. a bit. It's all very safe now. It's all very sanitized and. Back yeah, in no, the not, day, not, no, not, no, not, not so back much. then. No, that, no. The, God knows where it came from. But like it, that. I still don't think it was. Well, I hope it wasn't human because you ate a bit of it. I ate the rest of it. Oh, God, <laughs> sat there snacking on it. I bet it tastes nice. It was lovely. So yeah. That's what spices I mean. you can't get. You're built on. I, yeah. I told you, I made. I made some of them. Yeah. You know, I've been making it. I, I love it. I love. It. I'm trying to do the proper beef jerky, you know, mm. and do it. But I've got to get the, um, this comic nightmare out of the way, and then I'm going to get <laughs> that jerky um, company off the ground. That yeah, the the jerky heater that you put it on hooks in it and then it it keeps it overnight and dries it out and then and you've so got your own beef jerky. Are we then. going to have our official, uh, this this show's going to have its own beef jerky? Yeah, easy. Then do proper Starburst starburst jerky. Did everyone we just do- decide what to put in it? I'll tell <laughs> you what worked, that, that last black batch, about blatch, that last batch, I did a load of, I did some special spices and an awful lot of uh, mango and mango with loads of garlic and um, oh man that sounds lovely and I just and left it and a load of chilli yeah and it was just amazing mm. you had some of that didn't you that was nice that I had so a taste, nice yeah. yeah but again I'm, I'd, every time I slip some of that stuff in my mouth <laughs> I have flashbacks to Moe's Satanist even... bounty hunter's uncle mm. yeah he was a Satanist uh, yeah he was a Satanist yeah how did that pop up in conversation 
<laughs> well, Jesus. Yeah. It's, That's uh, something I don't ask of me. Yeah. No, it's a long story, isn't it? It's a, it's a, yeah. He wasn't a, a bounty on a No, what, no, he was, he, he was, he was a bouncer who worked for, well, A bouncer. Yeah, he was a bouncer that worked for, uh, I, I, I guess, a, a kind of. I don't, a gangster. A gang. What do you yeah. call them? Like. When you got those, the, the, hench, the, men, the henchmen. Yeah, he was oh, a henchman. Yeah, the henchman. Yeah. He was a Satanist henchman. Yeah. Oh, Christ. And then he reverted and, and he needed to flee the. Oh my, I don't know if I can actually say this on a fucking radio show, but fucking he needed to get out of the country. Uh, and so he came to stay with us. Jesus. Uh, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. At Mo. To be fair, he was such a cool guy. I mean, he's, he's still alive. Oh, he's staying. Yeah. Man, he had yeah. to drop he, that he, in at all. He, I, had, like, I had so much because yeah. I, I was I was a teenager, oh and God. you know, it was like having a. Uh, although I've got a big brother, it was like having a, a big brother yeah. that lived with me again, yeah. uh, and we got up to all kinds of hijinks, <laughs> yeah, including killing a few. But people. he was like, he had that. He had that. I don't know if you've Jesus ever met like a South or an Af you know, South oh, African yeah, yeah. person. Yeah. Like they've got this yeah. lovely. You know, just this lovely. Sword. Yeah, well, it's just like they're so upfront. They don't. They're not. You know, like we're, we're English. We're quite inhibited in terms oh, of like yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, we don't, like, don't yeah. bother me. I won't bother you. We'll just sit on the bus here together and be yeah. quiet, and we'll get all get on with our own lives yeah, separately. It's not like. But that, he's like there. he was a big boisterous Afrikaans man who'd get on the bus and he'd be like, hey, you know, and he'd oh, be yeah, like, that. people would be like, but people would be reacting like in a very English way of like, oh god, he's he's gonna like. He's well, there's a, a lot of places in South Africa yeah. where you read, my brother-in-law was there for ages, and they. There's loads of places where they don't bother. The traffic lights are really just there just for the sake of being there. Yeah. You do not stop at traffic lights when you're out of, on, if you've gone even a few miles out oh. of the city. You you don't stop there because if you stop, yeah. they come out of the bushes and yep. drag you out of the car. Yeah. And that's what they've got to live with. So when you, you get a South African come over here and you're like a bit stressed out because of some First world problem yeah, that's going definitely. on. They they won't understand yeah, that. Yeah, that's They'll, why a lot they, of my they know moved what over. problems are. Yeah. You know, yeah. they know what problems are, and, and that's why they party hard and don't give a shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's a big smoker as well, like forty a day smoker. <laughs> yeah, probably crazy with a few herbs as well. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine just going off for some stereotypes oh, you, that I've. He come loved, across. He loved wrestling as well, like WWF at the time. And, oh, right. But he, again, and action movies as well, like Van Damme movies and, you know, uh, he used, but he used to get into me. He couldn't sit and watch a movie in silence. He had to be like, go get him, yeah, kill him, man, kill him. <laughs> That's all right, isn't it? It makes life <laughs> It's all right, but it's, it? you know, when I'm like really into it, and all of a sudden, he, you know, he, he made me jump. <laughs> it's like watching a movie with Shauna. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Certainly when she's watching the wrestling or comedians at Fab, it's, it's, she's quite extrovert like mm. that does anyone have a recommendation for Geldardi asked for a ghost yeah, movie I was thinking on that the only one I thought of and I don't know whether it's technically a ghost movie but it's certainly a very thrilling and, and scary movie Session 9 do you remember Session 9 I do Yes, yeah. uh, Brad Anderson. Mm. Fabulous movie. It freaked us out for days because we watched it together at, in long, the old days. A long, long time ago, yeah. And it was very, yeah, it, it, it chilled us for, for days afterwards, that movie. It did, yeah. It's about a group of um, men who have to go into a uh, old hospital to clear out the asbestos. And one That's of them right. goes slowly mad. Yeah. I know one not to watch. We Have a Ghost. On Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is borderline unwatchable. Uh, I still I, haven't quite finished. I've got the I've, third act to go. I've 
been I watched the trailer and I thought this does not seem I actually watched the trailer and thought this looks really mm. really funny like uh, you know like a, that kind of Beetlejuice vibe David Harbour's always cool mm. the director Christopher Landon he did Happy Death Day yeah and uh, Happy Death Day to you yeah and he's in the news today actually he might be directing which, Scream 7 uh, which I didn't mind them I, I didn't think mind them a good pick yeah these are the radio silence guys can't come back. I think what we should do now is have, have a break mm-hmm. and then come back, and then we're going to pre- absolutely guarantee that we are going to say <laughs> where we've been <laughs> last yes. week, and we're going to yes. give Mo his segment. Yes, See, we'll do. Can I just recommend? Go on then. Recommend him yeah. uh, a uh, a film with a ghost in it. Go on. It's David Lowry's A Ghost Story, and I recommend this to everybody. Mm. Stars Casey Affleck. That's a, the one I like. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's it's, it's in the profound. one in four three as well, and it's it's yes. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. the The filmmaker did the um, the Green Knight yeah. L- yeah. A, a year or two ago. Yeah, um, and it's yeah, it's just profoundly moving. I really like it. I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. See, there, there you go. We both agree on that, so it must be awesome. That a one. Ghost story. So I'd give that give that a go. We're going to have a quick break now, and we're going to be back, and we're going to just straight away do emails, and then we're going to say where we've been, and then we're going to let Mo have his moment. Ooh, moment. And then the, I'm uh, going to thrill you. Experience. Oh yeah. <laughs> See you soon. The original TV and movie theme bar. Anything else just isn't fab. Pay us a visit at 109 Portland Street, Manchester. Starburst Radio, the home of Chris Hayes. He used to work in a video shop. Did you know that? Embrace the alternative with Fab Radio. And welcome back to Starburst Radio here at Fab Radio International. And anyone that I, I forgot to give out the email address, but it's studio at fabradiointernational.com if there are any last emails. We're in our last segment of the show before we go. And um, one email off Dave saying, talking about Bond, how can you... How can Bond fit in today's world, this woke world where you can't say anything about some tosser saying I'm offended by this? You're saying that Chris tends to be in that world, but he must surely agree we're in a world where the writers are walking on eggshells. Yeah, Chris ain't woke, though. I mean, I hang around with a guy. He's just because he's not as vocal and not an, a, a total asshole like me doesn't mean that he's he's not aware of when things are tilting to wrong the other way and overcompensating and, and he's got a lot of views on stuff that you'd be surprised at but I don't think he thinks he's walking on eggshells I don't think I am I just think what you're saying about Bond there I, I'd say with the Christopher Nolan thing I just think I don't even think this is about being woke I just think that the beginning of um, that Christopher Nolan he was just too poncy to admit he was doing a superhero movie. So he he took those movies and he grounded them. That city that it was based in wasn't Gotham. It could have been Chicago. It could have been anywhere. He was hanging round instead of on some gargoyle on the top of a building in Gotham City. He was hanging on top of this Chase Manhattan Bank. And those movies felt like gangster movies with a guy in a weird costume. It just didn't make sense to me. And I'm one of the few people who thinks those three films are just totally forgettable. And the same happens with Bond. Bond, to me, 
it's uh, there's no point in making a James Bond film if you're going to be terrified of actually having a guy who is slightly unlikable and slightly misogynistic. There, there are flawed female characters in shows. There are flawed guy characters in shows. I'll admit there are more guy characters that are shown flawed, but there are plenty, there are plenty of characters with flaws in things. Bond is a flawed character. Um, Cracker, played by Robbie Coltrane, he was a deeply flawed gambling alcoholic, pretty unlikable in some ways, and you've got to get around that and embrace it. And if they're going to make a Bond film that makes everybody happy, then they're not going to... It's not a Bond film, in my opinion. But let's get back to where we, we... We've been away because ages ago, Chris found a show that sounded absolutely amazing. And it was Tarantino Live. What was the full title of that? It's changed its name a bit, hasn't it? Tarantino Live, Fox Force 5 and the Tyranny of Evil Men. Yeah, that's how you first told me Easy about to it. remember. So I looked this up and I thought, oh my God, how, how can this be so good? It looks amazing. It's, 15 years in LA. Yeah. Tarantino himself has seen it and loved it. Fully and, endorses and, it. Yeah. And it turned up in London for a very short period of time. So we went to London. We yeah. went to London. I kept, what was it? Riverside? Riverside Theater? Studios, yeah. 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 And Never it, been to that area in London before. Shepherd's Bush. A lot more Shepherds than Bush, to be honest. It was um, a bit rough. Mean? Meaning, the, you know, a bit, a bit, I've, 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 it seemed a bit rough there. Shepherds aren't. Uh, well, I'd rather have Bush than Shepherds. I had Martin telepathically it, reach out to me then and was like, I mean, and it wasn't exactly a lovely... <laughs> we went to Kew Gardens, by the way, that was plenty of bush. There was. There was, there was bush galore. And bush. Um, <laughs> but, but I just thought it was a bit, you know... It wasn't the nicest bit of London, I thought. But, uh, but, but what about the goddamn play? But what about the play? We ended up at this play. This play, I thought it was absolutely incredible. What did you think? Incredible. I couldn't fault it. I was, it was exhilarating. The cast were amazing. The cast, uh, oh, at one point I had to, uh, I had to look around. This is sold as a, as a, an immersive experience as well. Yeah. Not interactive. Thank God. That is a very important distinction. Immersive as in you can look behind you and things are still they're happening. All over the theatre. At, at yeah. all times. Yeah. But they're not going to get you up at any point. And uh, have you perform, you know, thank goodness. But I counted at one point how many people were actually contributing to the, uh, the, the what would you call it, a rock musical? Yeah. Because not quite a play, is it? It, 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 is was, a it was kind of like, a, a, ro- like a rock musical. opera. Like yeah. a rock opera with yeah. a, a vignette. A st- there are separate vignettes from all the movies with the characters often playing multiple roles from all the movies and there was a lot of costume changes changes in appearance but there was a linking narrative weren't they sort of all the way through yes seamless but there was 20 yeah i counted 20 uh performers at one time all belting out either they're uh they're acting they're singing they're on the musical they're they're on the guitars keyboards drums 20 people all yeah. at once, and it was just... Playing Tarantino big hits from all the, the all the big tunes from all the Tarantino films were all being performed live. They were all dressed up as characters from this. You had scenes from 
that sword fighting scenes. You've seen some Kill Bill. You've had every Resident one of his nine movies, isn't all it? Of, yeah. uh, all, all uh, uh, like a mashup. And of there all was these a, movies. a radio station playing the tunes as well some of the time, but by the DJ who was upstairs who looked like Quentin Tarantino. And then, and then it would. Cut. And he sounded like Quentin Tarantino. He did. He was. Well. He, he was amazing. Yeah. But no, you no, said no, it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. All right. I thought, no, 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 you might be. But yeah, even no. you, you Setting said the rumors. Sometimes you'd be looking away, and you just have a look up at that guy, and he's yeah. still in character. Oh, wasn't absolutely. He? Yeah. Yeah. How did they do the scene changes? Like, for, so from one movie into the other, in did front the, of did the stage rotate, or did it transform in any way? Or no, they always did it in it. They moved props, but they did it in such a way where you know, someone would a gun would go off behind you, everyone would look over there by the time you turn wow. back they've changed the stage oh, like even though the stage is yes it like was fluid trip, it yeah. never stopped the, the first part of it was about two hours long then there was a break and I think there was another 40 minutes wasn't right. and it, but, but when it, it sounds long that but it just flew by it flew by I'll tell you this it, it didn't flinch they they used the they used the uh, rather bad careful. word in uh, the the bad word, the N word from uh, that's used a lot in Django Unchained is used a lot in it. Uh, to one point when the first time someone comes out with it to and he's talking to a slave character, uh, the entire audience behind us just went, <gasps> didn't they? They, they did, yeah. They really I, shocked. You know, <laughs> I've got mixed feelings about whether that should have been incorporated because, you know... It was in the films. It was in the films, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And if you hadn't have done that in the film, the film would have been lame as anything because that's the language of the time. But my it, goodness, I don't know them. where all these, these performers have uh, come from. I'll, ha- I'll have to do... I actually took a... Um, there was no programme available, sadly, mm. and no right. merch, which was a very unusual that, No merch is I, gobsmacking yeah. for this show like this. Because, yeah. yeah, yeah, believe me... I would have had a carrier bag. I would have I had Santa's sack yeah, on my back That would have with been a, merch, an amazing you know? revenue stream for the show, would that, if they sold T-shirts and other souvenirs? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe they don't want to, you know, make to be yeah. seen to be a massive commercial venture and then end up with someone like with a financial interest saying, hang on a minute, this is kind of making money out of our yeah. IP. At the moment, if it's not that much profit-making... And they probably get away with it. I don't so know. That's what... a really good point, actually. Yeah, yeah that could be the I... explanation because um, your Miramaxes and mm. whatnot, oh, they yeah, okay, may okay, get okay. litigious. Yeah, on Tarantino can love it, but they yeah. the ones who gonna... own Tarantino yeah. owns all his own characters, though. From yeah. Reservoir Dogs onwards, he had yeah. signed into his contract with every studio, so yeah. he has uh, given them permission to do this. Yes, but. You are correct. Right, yeah, that'll be why those yeah. may be like, yeah. hang on. Absolutely. Selling a T-shirt there, 25 quid, right, let's take yeah. our yeah. cup. Yeah. Oh, just remember be, they were all right. Exactly Paramount were fine with all these Star Trek fan movies and then Star Trek Axanar was being made and they did a Kickstarter and that Kickstarter got them a two or three million dollars and straight shit. away Paramount went ah, <laughs> excuse me th- th- this isn't a yeah. fan film they f- fought signing off on we okay fan films non-profit fan films as long as they're expecting you to spend 500 quid yeah, yeah and yeah. be there with your plastic boxes this was um three million they were like hang on this this must be making money then and they showed them that they were, they were getting into realms of competitor there. they're going to spend it all on the production and they backed off then and yeah. it's still going ahead 
you know these these performances uh, performers in uh, Tarantino Live. Mm. Uh, so I've looked a couple of them up, and you would be surprised how many were British. None. Mm-hmm. Loads. Loads. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So are they they have they come from I have Broadway no idea. or have this they, needs this needs a lot more have they recast it because to me this has not been on that long it was a few weeks it was on they haven't had time to get that good yeah I know I thought no. all these people because it was slick from mm. from uh, from LA that's what I thought all these the, the American accents mm. and whatnot and, Flawless. and oh, God. Not, not even yeah. just American accents yeah. actually there's right. uh, there's some other languages being um, uh, uh, sung and spoken in this it was flawless. Yeah. If you sat there, um, if you were a blind person, you could come and actually sit there and listen to this show, and it'd be and it'd be entertaining. Right. And you would have a pretty good idea what's amazing. going on. It sounds I, amazing. I think the soundtrack and the sound elements mm. of it are fantastic. I mean, what those those movies themselves, you know, they've always been known for you know those incredible soundtracks. But what I did notice in this, and I've been there since '92, you know, mm. Reservoir Dogs listening to these things over and over. And what amazed me was even my least favourite tracks on these soundtracks were incredibly done, were incredibly performed. And they they completely transformed them into new favourites. If there was a cast recording of this, this show, I would own it. I'd be listening to it now. I would do it as well, I would. would. I'm I'm just jonesing to see it again. Yeah, And... I hate it that Mo, you didn't get to see it. Mm. I hate that, and you know, is it going to go around the country or is it London we're not only? Sure, and... but Our my mate goodness. went to see it with us, and he mm. said he suggested um, that what happens in London is that 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 particular studio, Riverside, mm. they will put performances on there as a trial, and if they sell out and do really well, it'll turn right. up on on. Um, I hope he's right. Fingers crossed. On, on oh, um, it sounds awesome. Shaftesbury Avenue, you know. Because the next performance of that, if it does come back uh, in the UK, we're going again, aren't we? Of course we're going again. And we're going to bring more people. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. this because... is this is my Rocky Horror Show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where every time it'll come, I'll want to see it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because I said a Mickey out of that, because I see them all going, and I like the Rocky Horror Show. Yeah. But by the way, this compared, this makes the Rocky Horror Show like watching paint dry. Because, mm. <laughs> the, the, yeah, this stuff goes on in the Rocky Horror Show, but imagine compared to what goes on in Tarantino Live and how quick and how fast-paced and how much mythology and acting and action and music. It's wall-to-wall. Time balls is to, fleeting. It's balls-to-the-wall action. Real it's, deep dive stuff as well. Hmm. When they started going on about the two Tarantino universes yep. and the movie-movie universe, I was like, oh, you nerds. Hmm. But yes, yeah. I get you because I'm one of them nerds. It's great. And there were people there that maybe haven't seen all his Mm. films, but everybody there was having a great time. It was a fantastic thing. Well, fingers crossed. The like you say, it's 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 sell out, and and they decide to take it around the country. That'll be that'll be awesome to see something like that. Yeah, because it's it's it was packed, wasn't it? It was. It was. We had we were worried about interaction though, because we've got these seats. We've got right. We're treating ourselves. We got these seats next to the stage. Oh right. I mean, front row. Yeah, with with a with a table so you can actually have tables to the. And while you're watching it, yeah, oh yeah, it's like a Las Vegas nice. show. No, but thing. that is prime, like being picked on territory. It really though. is. It's where I would never go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. a comedy like, yeah, show, I was going to say it's where I would, yeah. I would pay not yeah. to sit there yeah. if it was a comedy show. And yeah. this time round, I went, no, I want, we want to go there. But we're worried, like, what happens with 
the violence is going to yeah. be what happens when she starts cutting heads off and there's yeah. the, the all the blood at Kill Bill and all that. Uh, yeah. But no, there isn't because yeah. there is a theatre production of The Evil Dead, and they hand out these um, ponchos, ponchos yeah. for the front two rows because you get covered with buckets of fake blood yeah. when the chainsaw bit yeah. goes on. But they do tell you in advance you and will you get can wet. be moved if you don't want to do it. You will or is get it just wet. like you shit out of luck. You'd get yeah, it's blood or... though. It's water. I don't care if it was water. Mm. I don't care. I don't mind what I'm getting on this suit yeah. now. But fake blood yeah. don't come out. It me, don't me. come out. Don't even come yeah. off your skin for ages. You're scrubbing away. You've oh, ruined yeah. your suit. You're bloody. Yeah, you're screwed. You know. Yeah, no. Well, I you understand. I thought that might be a thing. So yeah. I was relieved when when uh, they said no, that yeah. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but they were still walking round with guns round us, and yeah. they, we had reservoir dogs all over us at one point. <laughs> They had a good, there was a girl reservoir right. dog with a ponytail. Oh, who, cool! She looked so cool. Yeah, with a ponytail. I can imagine. Yeah. Well, yeah. We I remember having the same anxiety when we were queuing up for David Copperfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you are like, because obviously you, you know you, you know oh, the yeah. seat numbers, but you don't know what the stage layouts like, and you are like, like, do we need to be like, you know, are we going to yeah. be like interrupted and all of a sudden find ourselves forgetting our name or, you, or you, some other kind you of weird think magic? It's not going to be you. Yeah, that's yeah. picked. And then one day it, it will is. be because it happened to me last <laughs> and year. I was going to say you've lived I am that hell. Still to this <laughs> very moment, traumatized yeah, by surprised. what happened. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been happy at all. I was up there with this comedian for about ten minutes. Yeah, ten fifteen. No, ten minutes. Let's be reasonable. Had me twerking. Yeah. Twerking. Yeah, right. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, let's not relive the, the night. Let's move on. Should we wrap that up? Because yeah. we have got to fit in most scores and yeah. be gone by yeah. 10 o'clock. That was right. absolutely, Sorry. it was one of the best things I've ever seen at a theatre. I think you agree. I do agree. Um, it's it, it's six stars out of five. I wish you had more. T- six? Six out of five. Well, why not seven if you're going to break the the top. Well, okay, I, if you've got to this have is, a limit this is, somewhere. No, this is, this well, is like they, when well, people say, "I'm going it. to give it 110 percent." Well, yeah. what? Not 112? No, then? no, because no. that bit extra means that you've pushed even further than you possibly thought you could. Whereas 120 percent is not realistic. I don't get the six stars, but you can have it. I'll... Six stars. He's pushing no. a little bit further out of the envelope. Exceeded Seven stars just means you're making stuff up. I don't understand. Yeah. Maybe there's, there's, a men- some, there's a mentality to it. I can, I'm going to give it five stars out yeah. of five, meaning yeah. I couldn't have enjoyed it more. There you it go. was mm-hmm. amazing. And I wish people could actually go and see it, but it finished on the 30th. Right. Well, I'm so, just going to put my extra star over here. Just put it on the side <laughs> there for later. I'll take it. I'll take it upstairs. I'll find something to do with it later. I do listen to a uh, podcast where they do grant themselves... Um, several six-star movies a year, but it's allotted how many times they can use it. And it look, it's just the whole thing. Is, the whole It's just short and it's silly. I know that. You, know, you, you usually rate out of 10 and then you start getting into it's halves. It's because of what we've been doing with the magazine. <laughs> I, I am like the QE too. I will, if you started doing it out of 10 again now, 
I'd be doing It'll it out happen. of five. I'd be doing it out of five again for happen. another three years until I change back to ten. And I, I'm like the QE too. I'm I a few years behind. <laughs> we have to go I've, five, Mo, because I remember learned. that, yeah, you I've used just, to do ten, yeah. didn't you? But, we it's did, like, but well, nobody puts ten on the movie posters yeah. or yeah. DVD covers. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. get in line. What do we yeah. want to What What do we want to be? It's two years yeah. since we changed the tag line from the best magazine, the longest running magazine, sci-fi, horror, fantasy. I've been saying it up until about 10 weeks ago, right? And, and I just, I couldn't, it just come out and I can't <laughs> stop it. And I just can't do anything about it. And I even tried once, just sat reading it, rereading it, rereading it, so it'd be muscle memory. do not work with me. I'm just really mm. slow. I hate change, I think. Yeah. I love it. I, know, love I like I like the eva- I like the effects of change mm. after it's happened. But I'm a very awkward person. If that's there, I like it there. And then if so, if it's moved there, I'm not. What's that? Who's moved that bottle of milkshake? Why is it over there now? That's see, that was only now. I'm upset. <laughs> right. Anyway, go on, Mo. Right. You were. You He's had a, a story. You had something. Go on. Yeah. Is this like one of your emails though? Which it takes, takes... Well, it, it is, I have condensed this down because this story, you could have a whole show just about this story. So, yeah, but I have in that email the other yeah. week that took 20 minutes oh, to Jesus. read. Do you yeah. I do regret that. <laughs> the well of that. Yeah. And I actually well included an image on a yeah. radio show as yeah. well. So it's yeah. like, what yeah, the fucking point was that? You but, actually sent it just after we'd had a meltdown over someone sending a, a, a listing of about 20 questions. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was brilliant that yeah. week, wasn't it? Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. So I'm I'm going to thrill you now. So okay. it's going to be highlight, and I'll I'll try and get to the end in the time that we have because okay. I know we, I know we've got to wrap. But have you? I've called it the tale of two holes. Okay. Now okay. this is going to absolutely fascinate you. Okay. Have you ever heard of Mel's Hole? Mel's Mel's Hole. hole. No. Okay. So in the 1990s, it was like an urban legend about a guy called Mel Waters. And essentially, he lived on this remote area just outside Washington, Ellensburg. Mm. And on his property, when he was walking around his property one day, he discovered a hole, like a nine-foot perfect circumference circle hole that didn't seem to have any bottom. So he and a few of his neighbours knew about this. And for years, they just used it as a trash dump. They just put all the refrigerators <laughs> down there. Oh, <laughs> Seriously, hole tra- that doesn't yeah, have a bottom. This, it doesn't have a bottom. It never filled up. He put refrigerators in it, micro- old shit, trash, whatever you want. And his neighbours did the same. And then after a few years, he got curious because he's like, this isn't filling up. Like, surely we'd be seeing something like by now. So what he did was he wanted to investigate this hole a little more. So he was an avid fisherman. So he got his fishing line and he hooked up a line with a weight and he started, you know, lowering the line down and he gets to the end of the reel and it's 4,500 feet down and still no bottom. So he gets another line and attaches it. Okay. 10,000 feet, still no bottom. Mm-hmm. More spools until 80,000 feet and still no bottom. This was a bottomless hole. Whoa. Also, the whole strange phenomenon happened around this hole as well. His dog wouldn't go near it. Yeah. Um, Birds would fly around it. Right. It was the, the, oh, his radio picked up strange signals. Right. And one time when he had his radio near it, he was picking up a baseball game. Yeah. Right. And after a while, he realized, like this Mm. was in 1997, he did this. But he realized that the baseball game 
was a baseball game from 1967. Oh, 30 right. years okay. in the past. Okay. And that's what his radio was what? picking up. So eventually, after all this shit's going on... Oh, I forgot one important thing. His neighbour... Went missing. No, his neighbour threw his dead dog down the hole. His dog <laughs> died, and instead of burying it like any normal person would, he mm. chucked it in the hole. And then a couple of days later... He said he saw that dog, the same dog, had the collar on and everything, running through a wooded area. But it wouldn't come to him. It was like it wasn't his dog anymore. But it was, he definitely saw his dog it alive again. Samistried. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But so after, after a lot of this phenomenon happened, uh, Mel decides he wants to take his story public because he wants to get some, you know, what, what is this? Can anyone help me? And obviously, I don't, I'm, I think you're both aware of this, this, this radio show, but in the 90s, if you want to report on something strange and be taken vaguely seriously, what show do you go on? You go on Coast to Coast, mm. uh, the uh, Art Bell show. Yeah. Art Bell. So yes. he went on the Art Bell show. Okay. And he explained all this to Art Bell. Uh, and obviously, uh, all, all the, all, he kind of goes into a bit more, like, like I say, about the baseball game and picking up old-timey music and stuff like that. Uh, and then he, he, he agrees to go back on the Art Bell show, okay. but this time bring bring more evidence. Um, what, but what is that? What evidence? Well, this is the thing: like photogra- photographs of the hole. Like nobody yeah. had seen the hole. This is just something oh, that right. nobody yeah, seen. So he's evidence. like, "Oh, I'll, I'll bring you photographs. I'll I'll I'll, I'll bring you more evidence if evidence I can find is it." Difficult. Though, yeah, like yeah. Well, yeah. he was uh, he, essentially. I would have invited happened. Art Bell down and kicked him down. It. No, evidence enough, mate. Wouldn't have been better if his crew came down and. Yeah. Did a piece there. Well, they so well, see some of us. The story continues. So he goes on Art Bell a few times, uh, espousing all the, the phenomenon that's happening on there. And then he's due to show up with this evidence, and he's a no show. Okay. And Art Bell doesn't, doesn't hear from him again for about two or three years. And right. after two he or is? three years, yes, mm-hmm. he, he shows up again. Right. And he said essentially what happened was. Uh, he signed an NDA agreement with the military because he yeah. said he turned up after the first show he did with Art Bell and the yeah. military had cordoned off his property. Right. And they said a plane had crashed on his on his land and they were investigating it and he couldn't get access to his house or anything. Yeah. But he knew it was all bullshit and this was just a big cover-up because they were investigating his hole. Yeah. But essentially he said he ended up signing an NDA with the military that said, we'll compensate you for the use of your land, mm-hmm. but you've got to leave the country. <laughs> you got to go and live in Australia okay. and he did it mm-hmm. he took the compensation went to live in Australia but then after three years he was missing his family he wanted to come home he was sick of it well, all he wasn't allowed his family over there no it was just him he had to go he was like you know he was, well, where was his family what oh. I don't know man they were probably like you know just chilling you know like, they didn't live near the hole no they must have lived no, they, somewhere they else maybe families are complicated just, things so how, you know it, how old is he yeah he was an old, older, older I would say guy. at the time he would have yeah. been in his, his 40s 50s right. but essentially he came back after three years and was like no I'm ready to tell all now I'm ready okay. to show you the evidence and stuff like that and so Art Bell invited him on the show also Art Bell did send out a TV crew and whilst they didn't find the hole they said they saw lots of boot prints which looked like military activity had gone on in that area right. so you know compelling evidence there yeah. also there was a oh, i've got it in my notes here there was a software a website i've, I've got to move on because we are going to run out of time and I, I know you want to wrap up called terra server before google mm-hmm. earth was google earth there was something called terra server which was essentially does the same thing as google maps yes only if you looked at mel's property mm. on terra server yeah there was a big black square over oh. his property okay. so it had been censored anyway right 
He doesn't turn up on Art Bell again when he's invited yeah. in. And the reason is, and you find out this a couple of weeks later, is that he's actually abducted while he's on a bus on the way to Art Bell. Okay. And essentially, because he, he basically went against his NDA, uh, the, 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 the government took everything from him and, and he woke up in a back alley in San Francisco. Right. Like ages, ages away. Holy so that's the, that's the tale of the first hole. Okay. Oh, there's more holes. There's another hole. It's a tale of two right. holes. Oh, okay. Gosh, okay. Some of this, though, could be him being mentally ill and imagining all this. No, no, not at all. There's no evidence. Not at all. I mean, he's going to promise the evidence. Okay, look, look. He's a dog down there. The one that won me over the most was the birds flying around. Flying around. Absolutely. When those birds fly around. I would find that compelling. Yeah, yeah. That bit. But what about the Google? Thing. Yeah, the terror server thing. That's good. Yeah, I wonder I like if that. I yeah. wonder if that happens anywhere for yeah. for other stuff. Mm. It's interesting. Anyway, right. hole you, two. Yeah. yeah. So you don't don't think it could get any weirder than it is? Well, yeah. you're about to find out because a Native American is listening to the Art Bell show and in oh. Nevada, right? And he too has a hole in his land where his family have lived for you know generations, and that hole has been there for as long as they have settled there and essentially it's they consider it sacred and yeah. through art bell he gets in touch with mel and asks yeah. mel to come and investigate his hole so okay mel goes agrees they go out and they have a look at this hole nine foot in circular very similar to the mel's hole the only difference yeah. is is that this one has a metal rim whereas mel had like a stone rim yeah this thing is cold to touch and they want to do some investigation and figure out what the hell this is so one of the natives there volunteers to go down. I'll go down it. You can lower me down it. But obviously, it's pretty dangerous, you know, from hearing all the weird, strange phenomena that could go around there. So they send a sheep down. Yeah. So as you do, they get they wrangle a sheep, put it in a cage, and then they lower the sheep down. It's fucking still shit. Yeah. Oh, it's too dangerous for humans. Sheep, yeah. bring it on. So essentially, they lower the sheep to about a thousand feet, and then it stops moving. So they bring it back up, and it's essentially dead. It looks all right. It's still in the cage, okay. but it's dead. So obviously they're, they're familiar with how to butcher an animal, so they decide to do an investigation, an autopsy, the animal right there and then on the site. Gas? Uh, oh, no, it's, it's literally it's cooked from the inside out like it's been microwaved. Shit. So it's cooked from the inside out. And then also okay. they look at the main cavity of the sheep, and they see a tumour, mm. okay? And they're like, what the fuck's that? And then the tumour starts to move. And they're like, fucking hell, what's going on? And what? obviously they open up the tumour. Mm. And inside the tumour is a baby fetus seal. Get out of town! Like a fetal seal. Uh, one extra detail. What? The fetal seal had human eyes. Oh, come on. Yep, yep, and it crawled around and it was slimy like a newborn little baby seal baby, okay? There'd be fucking pictures of this, though, wouldn't there? There'd be <laughs> well, some evidence well, yeah. something. Well, you know, well, I mean... They were, they were well, you so wouldn't take pictures of that. Doing, People yeah. take pictures of the they food were, every five minutes. Maybe doing. the Native Americans didn't yeah. use cameras. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. But anyway, I've got, I'll, I'll wrap it up uh, yeah. in, in the next minute. So okay. essentially, this baby seal... Go, you know, kind of crawls around the table, squirms around the table. It's very slimy, and Mel gets this kind of very psychic, very uh, impression that it wants to get back onto the hole, uh, back into the hole. So he picks it up, and you know, slime all over his arms. It's a bit gammy, uh, and then puts it back down at the hole. And then the seal just stares at them for two hours. 
mm. like and then just looks at them and there's like a weird you know recognition of of, of what it is and, and and the weirdness around it and then he eventually stays, he, he stares at Mel. He, he stares at Mel and the other people that are around there like very inquisitively like it's oh. got you know it's 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 you know like a super mutant or something okay. uh, and then it eventually dumps into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, dives into the hole. Dives, okay. dives. Yeah, that's probably a better Just word. Just rolls to use. over. Yeah, it rolls over. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is. So, I love how fantastical this story is. But yeah, uh, and it's essentially, what we didn't know, or what we find out later, is that before that meeting, Mel was actually diagnosed with terminal cancer. Mm. But oh. after his encounter with the seal, this mm. magnificent encounter, he was cancer-free, and he puts it down to the seal encounter. Unfortunately, the, I wonder he, what his doctor's yeah. got to say about that. You know. So I met this magic yeah. seal from Jesus. the bottom of the hole. We need to lower your meds, mate. That's what, that's what they're going to say. But eventually, obviously, Art wanted him on the show again, again saying, we've got to get some evidence. Have you got any pictures? Yeah, I've got pictures. You've got video. Yeah, I've got video. It's fine. Although sometimes the camera didn't work around the hole. Plans to come in on the Art Bell show again. There's a no show. Never heard from Mel again. His his phone got disconnected, and that's the end of, of that tale. But there are still people out there today that go searching for Mel's hole, trying to find it, trying to find that hole, but they think the military might have somehow filled it in. So it sounded like you couldn't fill it yeah. in. Though, well, this is it. Maybe they have some special energy put devices a cover or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, put a cover and then, on top and of then it cover that with dirt. You yeah. could do that. Yeah, but there are still people today that are searching for Mel's hole. So wow, that's that's the story. That's so yeah, ba- story. Ba- baby fetal seals. Yeah, I mean, that's, that story's story, got yeah. everything, you know, and is absolutely believable. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, it's a TV show right there. Yeah, the fetal seal. Well, so, no, I won't go with that it, angle, but you know, some the whole it, thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the, the earlier part it gets less believable later, but earlier. Um, I know there's lots of holes that are very much connected. There's the one with them, these the last sixty or so fish in the world that are in that hole in Las Vegas, in the out right out in the oasis, yeah. And um, that's the uh, every time there's an earthquake in uh, near Brazil, the the water bubbles up mm. and goes crazy. Yeah, anyway, yeah. it's a weird, on, wide world. It certainly oh, is. Right. So got, got, it, got it in there. Got it in. <laughs> so thanks for coming on, um, and we'll be inviting you on very soon for oh, some more great. fetal tumour eyed <laughs> sea lines seal br- stories. I will bring more stories. No worries. In the meantime, <laughs> I've been Mike. He's been Chris, and he's been Mo, and we will see you next week.
to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar, 109 Portland Street, Manchester.